You are listening to a podcast from The National. The Abu Dhabi National Oil Company is now rated as the most creditworthy oil and gas producer in the world, according to Fitch. That's a strong validation from one of the world's leading credit ratings agencies of ADNOC's strategy and transformation into a more commercially driven and innovative organization. You are listening to the Business Extra podcast coming from the National's newsroom in Abu Dhabi. I'm Mustafa Al-Rawi, Assistant Editor-in-Chief. So Fitch Ratings has assigned ADNOC a standalone credit rating of AA+, which is the maximum given to companies in the energy sector, according to Fitch's policy. The reason why is because of ADNOC's high upstream output, significant reserves, and strong profitability. Now, a standalone rating only takes into account that particular company or entity's creditworthiness without including the ecosystem connected to it. The standalone rating of ADNOC is actually higher than the overall rating of the Emirate of Abu Dhabi, the government of the Emirate of Abu Dhabi, which is ADNOC's sole shareholder. Now, the final rating that Fitch has assigned ADNOC, keep up with me here, this final rating, which is called a long-term issuer default rating, is the typical metric referred to by the market when a company borrows. Now, ADNOC's is double A with a stable outlook, which is exactly the same as the Abu Dhabi government's. Now, ADNOC's made it clear that it's not obtaining this credit rating because it, at the group level, wants to go and issue bonds on public markets. No, uh, there are many reasons it stated why it's gone through this process, one of which is that it's going to help its subsidiaries, um, which may look to, to go to public markets to raise funds. It also borrows on the private market too, so that'll help that. Also, any other assets that it wishes to um, to maybe maximize, it could help uh, get a better deal on those. Also, uh, when it's looking to new kinds of partners, not just the oil and gas producers that it knows well, but maybe pension funds, private equity investors, these guys will appreciate what comes with a credit rating. And these are the, the final reason, which is, ADNOC's commitment to transparency, which a credit rating indicates because of the process of looking at the company's books, looking at its strengths, looking at its potential in the future. Um, It means that ADNOC is saying, hey, we're committed to uh, explaining exactly what the company is about, where we're going, what our strategy is. And also it's good governance. It's just a good thing for a company to do. The market rewards companies for it typically with a couple of things, including a lower cost of capital, a lower cost of borrowing. And that's important. But let's get more now with the reasons behind why Fitch has given ADNOC this very high rating. Uh, Talking to us from London is Fitch's oil and gas director and the primary analyst for ADNOC, Dmitry Marinchenko. Uh, Dmitry, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Very good. Thanks for talking to us from London. I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, maybe we take a step it's back. My pleasure. Maybe we take a step back um, before we talk about Adnox specifically. And and for those the, out there that that may have heard the term credit rating, but maybe perhaps don't understand exactly what a credit rating is, um, c- can you help us out with that? Yeah, sure. It's a good question. I think um, so. The credit rating uh, is essentially our opinion on the relative probability of default. Simply speaking, if one company is rated AA, let's say, and another company is rated single B, it means that we think that single B rated company has a higher chances of going bust compared to a company which is rated AA. 
So this opinion is based on the methodology and very thorough analysis. And the starting point of this analysis is the company's financial statements. But in our analysis, we focus not only on what happened in the past. We also try, and this is more important, we also try to understand what the company will look like in the future. And for this purpose, we build our own financial forecasts using our own assumptions. Then we compare companies between themselves. This is something that we call peer analysis. So we compare companies based on different characteristics. Uh, the peer group for ADNOC, for example, included international oil majors of comparable scale that we rate, such as Total, Shell, BP, and other national oil companies, such as Gazprom in Russia and Pemex in Mexico. In addition, as a rating process, we normally meet with the management of the company to discuss the company's plans and strategy. And through this process, we would also assess the quality of the management. The initial analysis normally takes several weeks, and then the ratings are signed by a rating committee. With regards to committees, there are certain requirements with regards to the quorum. We need at least five people with appropriate level of seniority, including one independent who would normally be an analyst covering a different sector. So, as you can see, it's a robust and complex, but uh, think objective process. Yeah, I mean, you've simplified it there for us and I, I appreciate it. I'm sure, um, as you said, it takes weeks, it takes uh, meetings, you're looking at financial statements. So the actual, there's a lot of heavy lifting there. Um, but ultimately, the outcome is, as you said, a rating, uh, an understanding of how likely a company is, particularly compared to other companies, that whether it will go bust or not. Uh, but the, for the company itself that's going through it, or the government, because you do rate sovereigns as well, um, why would they subject themselves? to this process? Why go through it? Uh, why does it need to do it at all? Uh, well, the motivation may vary. In most cases, companies, uh, as well as banks and uh, governments, may seek to get a rating when they intend to issue a bond, either immediately or over time. Or some companies may want to get a rating because they want to give more information uh, regarding their financial position and credit position to uh, other stakeholders. It could be creditors, it could be shareholders, uh, it could be suppliers and customers. Some companies uh, may just want uh, an independent assessment of uh, their credit position from a rating agency. And sometimes some companies uh, may also want to commit to a higher level of transparency. So the motives may be different, but the key is that in assigning ratings, irrespective of why issuers may want to get one, we follow the same procedures and processes. Uh, ratings are based on methodology. Uh, so ratings are comparable across countries, across sectors, and across industries. And the the credit ratings industry is an industry, as as, as I said, uh, because Fitch has competitors like S and P, like Moody's. There are other companies, and it, it, you're seen as a a resource for um, companies around the world. You're you're seen as an independent benchmark. Um, in in that case, sort of, how do you how are you able to 
I guess, prove that companies like yourselves do have the ability and and the kind of understanding to rate so many different companies and so in so many different sectors around the world. I mean, do you take a typical um, a path uh, to end up being an analyst at a credit ratings agency? Uh, obviously, uh, all analysts uh, need to have an understanding of what, a uh, very good understanding of uh, what financial statements are, how to analyze them. Uh, we uh, in Fitch uh, have people of different uh, level of seniority, and uh, there are some requirements with regards to quorum and committees. Uh, so uh, we make sure that uh, people of appropriate seniority look uh, at each and every case. And this is the basis for uh, signing the rating. And uh, also we have uh, methodology, which is something that uh, we publish on our website. So uh, it's clear which factors we look at and in each and every sector when we assign ratings. And, and specifically, if, if I start talking about ADNOC in the oil and gas sector, um, ADNOC's standalone rating, which was AA+, um, not its uh, final long-term uh, debt rating, but its standalone rating, rated it the highest, according to Fitch, oil and gas company in the world. Now, th- first of all, uh, unlike some other sectors, there's no AAA for oil and gas companies. Uh, but also, uh, what, what was some of the thinking behind uh, w- how you arrived at that when you looked at Adnoc as a company? Yeah, so uh, let's probably talk about factors uh, which resulted in Adnoc having uh, rated higher. Uh, than um, other companies in the sector that we rate. So as a point of comparison, uh, ADNOC, as you said, is rated AA plus on a standalone rating and AA, uh, its final rating is capped by the rating of uh, the sovereign, by the rating of Abu Dhabi. We also rate Shell and Total, which are international oil majors, at AA minus stable. So uh, let's probably compare these companies and Adnoc. Adnoc is rated high mainly because of three things. First, it's high level of reserves, which in relative terms may be measured as what's in the in the ground uh, oil and gas to annual production. Typical reserve life of a European major would be around 10 years. For Adnoc, it's several times higher. The second factor is low cost of production. This is important because companies with low cost of production are likely to feel more comfortable under any level of oil prices. And the third factor, probably the most important, is low financial leverage. The debt load of Adnoc is much lower than that of um, other companies in the oil and gas industry, including Shell and Total. Obviously, obviously, the lower the debt level, the lower the credit risks, and all other things being equal, the higher the rating. It doesn't mean that Adnoc is kind of the best in each and every aspect compared to oil majors. Uh, for example, Adnoc has a lower level of integration into natural, natural gas versus Shell and Total. Um, Shell and Total have more balanced uh, oil and natural gas split of production and of reserves, and we view it as positive. 
Uh, also, Ednog doesn't have uh, such a good geographical diversification. Uh, as you know, oil production of Ednog is focused uh, on one country. But uh, the committee decided that the first three factors that I mentioned, high level of reserves, low cost of production, low financial leverage, are more important in terms of uh, final rating. And this is what resulted in Ednog being rated higher than Shell and Total. And, and more broadly, the you mentioned oil price there, and obviously we had a, a pretty major collapse in oil prices in 2016, and that resulted in the downgrade of a lot of companies in the sector. And and so, and also, it actually at that time um, ended. Uh, I think the Exxon Mobil was the only uh, worldwide oil and gas company that had a AAA rating. Um, and so, since then, there has been this cap on the oil and gas sector because of that volatility. Um, and so I guess the future um, outlook on prices for oil and gas is quite important, as you said earlier, when, you, when you're kind of trying to model things. Well, uh, w- w- one qualification is that we do not rate uh, ExxonMobil. Um, yeah, in terms of uh, kind of a natural rating territory for oil and gas companies, uh, yes, our mes- methodology says that uh, we are more likely to rate uh, oil and gas companies uh, you know, AA uh, rating categories the highest. And the reason for it is indeed the cyclicality and uh, volatility of uh, the oil and gas industry. Uh, what we do, again, as I mentioned, uh, what happened in the past is less important for us compared to what we think will happen in the future. So we have uh, kind of oil price assumptions that we use in modeling uh, financial um, projections uh, for each and every oil and gas company that we rate. It's called a price deck, oil price deck. And uh, we also assume that uh, we also look at how much flexibility oil and gas companies have in case of a stress case, in case oil prices are lower than what we expected. And here is where, uh, you know, oil price, uh, here's where, uh, you know, the factor of costs is, is very important because companies with low cost of production, such as Adnoc, uh, has more resilience to, uh, you know, potential um, weaken of oil prices compared to companies with a high cost of production. So this is uh, h- how we look at it. And another interesting uh, aspect of the of the Fitch's rating of, of, of Adnoc was that its uh, its own standalone rating was higher um, than its rating uh, final rating because of its strong links with the government of Abu Dhabi, which is its sole shareholder. Um, is this unusual? Um, to to have a, a a company that it's rated on its own higher than the actual sovereign of the country that it's in. Um, it's 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 not a unique situation. I can give you another example. Uh, we rate a Russian company called Gazprom. So Gazprom is rated triple B minus with a positive outlook, though its standalone profile is stronger. Again, its leverage is. Uh, Slow by international standards, but we cap the rating of this company by its rating of of Russia of the sovereign at triple B minus positive. So it's not a unique situation. And and going forward, uh, if if lastly I can kind of 
get some understanding of what happens now. Yeah, Adnox entered into the process, it's received its rating, um, and is that the end of it? What happens next? Do you, do you continuously uh, look at uh, at the company going forward? Yeah, so it's, it's an interesting question. The assigned rating is called public monitored. Public means that the ratings are available to the public and monitored means that the rating is regularly monitored and updated. In fact, we will aim to make sure that the rating reflects our opinion about the company's credit quality at any point in time. It means that we will be uh, regularly uh, review, constantly review the news flow regarding the company, uh, look at financial statements when they are available to us, check the company's performance versus our forecasts, and also regularly meet with the management. We bring companies to rating committees at least once a year, and as an outcome, we publish an updated press release. So uh, I would say that this is a constant process. It really never ends. So watch this space. Uh, Dmitry Marinchenko from Fitch, thanks so much for your time and for explaining all of that to us. Thank you, Mustafa. It has been my pleasure to be a guest. So that has been an episode of the Business Extra podcast. All that remains is for me to thank our producer, Kevin Jeffers, you all for listening, and to ask you to join us again next time.